T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're about to get, hopefully the weather will change here. Uh, you know, a lot of these guys have been in town, including Tiger, for like 10 days. The PGA is uh, on. It's right around the corner. It's Thursday. It sounds like the weather's going to be pretty good starting Thursday on. And uh, we'll begin our coverage now uh, with Michael Breed, who you can hear uh, on his own channel on Sirius in the morning on the Golf Channel. Uh, he's got all his other stuff uh, with, with uh, his uh, website and everything else. Uh, so uh, he joins us now. Michael, welcome. How are you? I couldn't be better, Mike. How about yourself? Good, Good to well, talk with you. Well, first, let me wish you a happy birthday and to, and to your, and to your, and to your uh, number one uh, aide there, Bob Biganet, who's also his birthday, too. So both of you birthday boys. So We only hire people that are born on May 14th. I guess so. <laughs> I, I guess so. So uh, the Breed Camp and the Biganet Camp are uh, both uh, part of my wife's uh, coaching staff and uh, through the years. So uh, and uh, the, she's close to both of them, very close. And yeah. uh, so happy birthday to both you well, guys. Thank you. All thank right. you very much. Let's get to it. First, the headline: We won't bury the lead. How does Tiger? How does Tiger's game, 2019, match up to the course? Well, so it's a really interesting question. First of all, he's driving the ball better, and he's driven the ball in a long, long time. He's hitting almost 65% of his fairways, which is a key thing for Tiger. And at Augusta, he hit 80% of his greens, which is the recipe for being successful at Augusta National. However, the problem here at Beth Page is, and particularly with the weather that you just talked about, this is going to be a golf course that's a little sloppy, right? And, and you know, in the horse, uh, the horse analogy, it's kind of a sloppy track, right? right. So we've got to get the ball, the most important thing about Bethpage, and, and the other thing that's interesting about Bethpage this year, uh, they're playing it in May, and that is a big, big difference. Normally, they play this in August. They played it in 2002 and also in 2009 at the U.S. Open, which is a, a sort of a middle of June event, and it's, it's kind of another month down the line. But when you're playing this golf course this time of year, the, the uh, blade of grass is so much thicker and the other thing that's interesting about this golf course is they don't let golf carts on the golf course None. at any time, right? None. So you're dealing with a, a, a very lush piece of property. And what that means is you've got to get the ball on the fairway. It's, there's not enough wind. You talk about the weather. It's going to be clearing. It's not going to be hot, but it's going to be clearing. You're not going to get any wind gusts. I think eight miles an hour is going to be the most it's going to blow, which means it's not really going to dry out. It's going to be soft. It's going to be long. And it's going to mean you've got to get the ball into the fairway. And for me, Tiger impressed me with the tee shots that he had on 17 and 18 at Augusta uh, in, in, the final, in his final round uh, to go on and win, obviously. But we've known Tiger to be a little bit crazy, a little bit kind of lack of control with the driver. And as the driver goes for Tiger this week, so goes his scoring, in my opinion. Now, um, this course is made for the long hitters, right? Uh, absolutely. Uh, is known for that. It's a brutally tough course. 
Uh, it's very hard to get the ball out of the rough onto the greens. Now, the greens are not crazy tough at this course. I mean, I no. mean yeah, that's not their thing. If you can hit the green, you got a chance to, to, to make a putt. But the bottom line is it's very hard to hit the green if you're not in a fairway. Well, and it's, it's look, there's a lot of things here. First of all, A.W. Tillinghast golf courses typically have greens that are very difficult to, uh, to, to navigate. You're talking about golf courses uh, like Baltusrol, both of the golf courses over there, and also Wingfoot, both of the golf courses over there, right? Yep. Uh, a lot of undulation. Deep bunkers. Absolutely an imperative uh, here. You've got to be successful out of the sand. We'll get to that later, I'm sure. But what makes this golf course so challenging is the greens, while benign, are, are elevated. So many times you're hitting shots. Take the second hole, the fourth hole, a lot of, of, of shots where you're hitting uphill or downhill. And so as you start to do this, it becomes really challenging to get the ball close to the hole. You might be able to get the ball on the line that you want from the fairway, but judging the distance is going to be very challenging. And that's one of the things that I think makes this golf course so difficult. I think the person that putts well from, say, 15 to 25 feet on these greens is going to have a great week. But I do think also, too, that these greens make the average player, the average putter, a better putter. And I think all of a sudden this, this becomes something of a, of a can you get the ball in the fairway, to your point. It's also a lot of club head speed. The player that's coming out of this thick rough, and it's not that it's long, it's that it's dense. It's got great uh, thickness to it. The ball will drop to the bottom, and I was out there earlier today and witnessed it. It's really difficult to, to, to navigate, and it makes it hard to spin the ball. You can't put a lot of spin on it. When you lose spin, you lose club head speed, you lose trajectory, and it makes it awfully challenging to get the ball close to the hole or even keep it on the greens. Now, the greens don't have a lot of undulation, but they're very small. These are very small greens, particularly for a tilling hast. So I look at this the recipe for success, got to get the ball in the fairway. You, it's just imperative. We're talking with Michael Breed, of course, uh, who always is on to analyze the uh, golf list. The PGA Championship begins on uh, Thursday. Right now, there are four guys who, are, in essence, are even at, at the top as far as the leaderboard. They're all within a half point of each other of favoritism. Tiger Woods. Dustin Johnson, Rory McIlroy, and Brooks Kepka. Now, you were the first one to talk Kepka up on this show three years ago. You said, watch Kepka. He's going to be a star. He's become a huge star. And he's also got a chip on his shoulder. He doesn't, he gets angry at everybody. He wants to get angry at people. He wants to, he, he, he looks for a reason to do that. Let's take, we got Tiger. Let's take the other three and give me the scouting report on how you think they've come up to this week and are they ready to win? Dustin Johnson. Okay, so so Dustin Johnson is a guy who I think is going to have a very, very good week, and I'll tell you why. So, first of all, we talk about the, the, the first place you look in any of these things is uh, how they do with the driver in their hand, and Dustin Johnson's one of the best. He's 11th on, on tour in strokes gained off the the tee. And as I said before, I think that you have to be able to get this ball into the fairway. Dustin's very good at that. But the other thing about this is there's a subtlety to this golf course that, that favors a left to right ball flight. Now, on the holes that move, and there's, and there's basically dog legs on every single hole around here, obviously, except the par threes. But on the holes that move from right to left, those holes 
typically are working with sort of cambered fairways. In other words, as the hole, let's take the second hole at Bethpage, which is not a long hole at all, but it moves from right to left, and it would, it would indicate that you should move the ball from right to left. However, the right side of the, the, the property, as you go down, kicks the ball back to the left. And for me, though this is a dogleg hole to the left, it really assists a shot that's kind of lost to the right. And I think cut shots here will be an effective play into these fairways. So when I look at this, I go, okay, on the holes that are moving right to left, I don't need to hit drivers. And also, when the ball kicks, when it gets in the fairway, it's going to release to the left. Now, again, I know it's soft, so the ball will, will not move a lot. But when it moves, it moves to the left on these dog legs that move from right to left. So when I look at this, I look at the meat of the golf course. The meat of the golf course are the longest holes. And you talk about holes like seven, a converted par five. You've got to move that ball from left to right. This is right up Dustin's alley. And I think, as, as I said before with, with Tiger, as the driver goes, so goes Tiger. I think with Dustin. Yeah, but Dustin, because- you know, is going to be good with the driver. The question is, is he going to. He's gonna is he gonna have a problem with his putting and is he gonna just phase out at some time during the tournament? I mean and that so what, you know what, he's gonna hit his you know he's gonna hit his driver down the middle. I mean that's not a question. And this is you know, this to me is is what makes Dustin one of the favorites as far as I'm concerned, because the greens are so benign that you know they make um, what we'll call average putters, and Dustin is above average, but it makes average putters much better putters. So I think that it narrows the putting gap that might exist out there. Dustin's not a guy that, that is necessarily struggling with that putter, and he's 19th on tour in strokes gained approach to the green. So when you, when you talk about this, you've got to get it in the fairway, you've got to hit it long, you've got to have a lot of club head speed. When you miss the fairways, now you're dealing with, with Dustin what, and also Brooks. You're dealing with guys that have a a lot of club head speed, they can hit eight iron out of the rough. If you're trying to hit a six iron out of here, you have little to no chance. You're not going to be able to elevate it, certainly not going to be able to spin it, and it makes the greens that are already small even smaller. So I look at Dustin, and I think Dustin is as good a choice as anybody around here at, at, at Beth Page Black. Right. And by the way, to your other point, Dustin is fifth on tour in strokes gained putting. Okay, now Rory. Rory, we know, has the length the question is, is Rory going to be able to make a putt on Saturday and Sunday? We know he'll be there, but Saturday and Sunday putting has been a huge problem for Rory. It's been a huge problem for Rory. For Rory. And what I'll also tell you, the part that I worry about for Rory is his ability to hit the ball into the fairway. That's one of the things that I worry about. He does move the ball from right to left, and what would normally be an advantage for Rory is he can drive the ball so long and turns it from right to left. However, a lot of these holes, take the ninth hole here, there's a, there's a bunker that guards the inside part of that dogleg, and the fairway, uh, as I said before, kicks the ball down to the left. You want to hit a cut shot into the fairway, even though when you stand up on that tee, it looks like you want to draw it. And I think I, 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 Rory's not a guy this week that, I, that I'm picking for the simple reason that I don't think he's going to have his best driving week, and if you don't drive the ball well around here, I just don't see how you can contend. All right, now Kepka is a guy who uh, says he's ready. He said he's, he likes where his game is. 
He likes coming in. He likes the challenge. He likes that people don't pick him. When someone didn't pick him nationally, he said, that's fine. He says, uh, you know, I, I don't have any problem proving people wrong. He makes it very clear, you know, how he plays. And right now, he's as good a player as there is in the world, and especially in big tournaments. He looks made for this tournament. Why would you not like Kepka this week? Actually, that's who I like this week. I love Brooks Kepka this week. He's coming off of a fourth-place finish uh, last week. And I think that when you, when you see a Brooks Kepka, you see a guy that moves the ball beautifully, not unlike Dustin Johnson, from left to right. But what, what, what I really feed off of with, with Brooks is in the PGA Championship last year, which was an August event at Belle Reve, he basically made the golf course accept his left to right tee shot. And he fought holes that were dog legs. The 10th hole at Belle Reve is a dog leg to the, to the left. It is begging for a draw off there. Brooks stood up, aimed down the left-hand side all four days and fired a little left to right cut shot down there. Brilliantly executed. I think he's got as much confidence as anybody else with that particular club. And to your point that you made earlier, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He's the guy that, you know, we, we remember Brandel saying that this yep. guy's not tough enough. Yep. Even to the point where where which was uh, a dumb comment by Brandon. which was just you know what it, it was it was one it's of those just comments. dumb yeah I I, I think it's one how of those can comments. you say Kepka's not dumb enough look how much he's won already I mean the guy's he looks like a linebacker too by the plus, way plus he's handled but, pressure tremendously well so far absolutely and so I think he has that chip that you were talking about and I think he wants to show people hey this is my time and I look at Brooks Kepka who in his presser today said he Win double digit majors, and you think about people that how have about won that? Listen, majors. he's already listen, he's already got think about how many he's got already. I mean, he's got three, he's got three. Dustin Johnson has one. I know. And so you look at this. I just think this golf course is just its just made for him. It's a big golf course. It's well over 7,400 yards, depending upon how Kerry Hegg sets it up. A par 70. It's not one of those golf courses. Only two par fives. And I think that this is a golf course where you have to have control of that golf ball with the driver, as I said before, and it has to move from left to right. And that guy right there is the guy that I think is, is uh, going to walk away with the Wanamaker Trophy at the end of the week. We're talking with Michael Breed, of course, uh, talking P. PGA, which begins on Thursday. Now, the New York crowd will impact the tournament. You know they will. They'll bother some people. They, they always have. They've bothered guys in the past. They even bothered Tiger last time because he didn't like how much they were cheering for Phil, uh, as an example. Uh, they'll root for Tiger here because that's the story, and they will. They'll root for Phil if he's ever in contention. They'll root for Ricky Fowler, okay? Now, who's going to be... Let, let, who's going to have the guy who's going to have the week where he's going to get caught up in a New York moment? I don't think Phil's game is good enough right now. Do you see anything that Phil could do to salvage this week where he'd have a big week? You know, look, Phil is 212th on tour in fairways hit. Right. I, I mean, that that statistic is going to prove to be right. a really important it's one. It's going to take and a miracle, let's be honest. It's going to take a miracle. And as much as the, the New York crowd loves him. And they him, love him. Love him. They love him. But the only way that Phil's going to have a chance is to find the fairways. And, and, and quite frankly, you know, as I said before, this golf course is a golf course that accepts a left-to-right golf shot much better. For Phil, I, I, I look at Phil and I go, man, he, he's much better when he's moving it right to left. So 
I think at Phil, I'm going, I don't really know. You know, a lot of people said that Augusta National favored a, a, a left-handed player, which I wasn't sure that that was true, and I still don't believe that. I don't believe that this golf course is going to be favorable for uh, a Phil Mickelson. Now, Bubba Watson has had some success here back in 2016. Uh, when they had the Barclays here, he played well. But as a whole, this golf course is not the type of golf course that you're going to be successful moving that ball from right to left. And I think it's very difficult for a guy that's averaging 50% of the fairways off the tee, uh, 212th on tour. I just don't see Phil having that. Now, the other thing with, with Phil that I think does uh, – is going to be important, and he is wonderful at his bunker play. I think I think being a great bunker player around here is going to be a really important part of success. The bunkers are very deep, and they have a way of moving the ball. When the ball gets into the bunker, it tends to drain back down to the flat part of the of the bunker, which moves the ball most typically away from the hole. So when I look at this situation, I go, okay, well, Phil's got a chance. The problem is. There aren't any par fives. There's only two par fives, right? So it's not like he's going to be hitting bunker shots to get up and he down. He can't hit it. In the, he just won't get it in the fairway enough, as I don't you, think as you so. said. And listen, the one thing is, if he's in contention, the crowd will will lift his game because he'll I get agree. so crazy with the crowd. Now let me give you a bunch of guys and just give me. You think they'll play well this week or won't play well this week? All right, you ready? Yep. Yep. Ricky Fowler. I think this is a week that Ricky's going to play very well. To that point of yours, New York crowd, I also think that, that Ricky's one of those players who drives the ball We're well all leaving a porch light on for Ricky to win a big tournament. We're waiting forever, okay? Uh, I mean, exactly. let's be honest. I mean, I, I, I have to see him do it now. I could never pick Ricky. I just, it's been too long. It's been too long waiting for him. He, you know, everyone loves him. He, he gets in contention. He's got the game. He can putt. He can drive it. But you know what? He never wins. His past results at the Barclays, just so you know, his past results, 2019 Masters, he was tied ninth. 2019 Wells Fargo tied fourth. And 2016 Barclays played here, tied seventh. Don't, don't overlook this guy. He's well, a that, good and the crowd's going to love him, too. So the and cra- the crowd loves right. him. There will be a lot of people wearing orange around yep. here. He's a good bunker player, 12th on tour. Right. I, I, I think he's going to be a guy that's, that's going to be of interest. He's, no at, he's at home here. There's no question. Absolutely. Now, and I know, we, I know the people he lives with here, uh, the whole yep. thing. He's very comfortable here. He's got friends here, the whole thing. He's set up very well. He's rigged for the week, no question. Now, yep. the Rama. The Rama could definitely have trouble with the New York crowd. He gets hot. They'll, if they see him banging stuff, they'll give him grief. He's a hothead. I, I wonder about the Rama's got the game, but I wonder about him handling things this week. He's got all the things that you would think would make him a successful PGA Championship champion. However, I think this PGA Championship is going to play much closer to a U.S. Open than it's going to play to a PGA. And as a result, one of the things that you have to look at is patience, which of all the things that John Rahm has, he doesn't have a lot of patience. And what I worry about with Rahm, and I saw it happen at the players on the 11th hole on a Sunday round on a par five, he was sitting in the bunker. He had an opportunity to just hit out to the right and not try to play this par five in two shots, but make it a three shot five and make birdie with a wedge and a putter. He decided to try to take on a shot. He had no business a ridiculous doing shot. A ridiculous shot. Water. He had exactly no chance. Right. It was the dumbest and move in the world. I saw it. It made no sense. No sense. And that's what I worry about with a John Rom. And
And so for me, I think this golf course is going to play a lot closer to a U.S. Open than a PGA. I don't think this is going to be where John Rahm gets his first major championship. Right. Justin so Rose. Think PGA, by the way, Mike, will be where he gets his first PGA. Justin I mean, his Rose. First major. Justin Rose. Justin Rose. Yes or no? He's another guy that I love. You do? Okay. The problem I have with Justin Rose is the last time we saw Justin, he said to us, I don't really know where this golf ball is going. He, fin- he played great. He, he finished great. But this is two weeks ago. But he tells, he tells us all, I just don't know where it's going. So I don't have the confidence to pick him. However, I don't think there's a better ball striker when, when he's swinging great. As much as I love the way Dustin and Brooks drive the ball, I don't think there's a better ball striker on the PGA Tour than Justin Rose. And this is a ball striker's golf course. And as I said before, uh, the putting is going to be of minimal importance. He's really improved the putting. I think that uh, Justin will have a good putting week. He's also a wonderful short game player, phenomenal so bunker you like player. Him. So I look at this and I go, I wish I'd have the chance to hear, to hear him speak before I'd have the if, – if, if you and I were talking tomorrow and I had a chance to talk to Justin or see him on the range, I could tell you absolutely. But the last time I've seen Justin, he told me he didn't have confidence in where he was hitting the ball, and it makes me a little skeptical. All right, Jordan Spieth. So Jordan Spieth, now this is a really interesting story, right? He has a good week last week. He shoots 71 in the final round. He gets it to 11 under par where you go, man, that's, those are four good rounds for, for Jordan. But here's what you need to remember. A, he was playing his home golf course. Not a, I mean, not a very good sign. The putter has really cooperated. But that golf course that he plays on has a lot of width. This golf course has anything but. You could drive it into the rough over there. You can't do that here. And from an iron play standpoint, it's essential for you to be able to control the trajectory of the shot Jordan's having a little bit of a difficult time finding the ball in the fairway, and as a result, that trajectory is going to be challenged, and he's not a high club head speed player. When I look at this whole thing, despite the fact that he had four great rounds, he just barely finished tied 29th. Didn't finish inside the top 20. He has yet to have a top 20 this year. I don't have enough confidence in Jordan at this moment to say Jordan Spieth is a guy that I have in my top five. All right, DeChambeau. So I love, I love DeChambeau. I think DeChambeau is a wonderful uh, driver of the golf ball. I talked to you about the importance of bunker play and short game around here. It's going to be essential. DeChambeau is a high-handle player. In other words, when he plays golf, his hands are very, very high, very peculiar, and much different than we see the normal player out here. Now, it works for Bryson, and a very solid ball striker. He's not a very good short game player. In fact, his bunker numbers and his scrambling statistics are not great at all. And when you play a Tillinghast golf course, you better be able to have a low handle to create high trajectories. Bryson doesn't have that ability, and I'm a afraid that his bunker statistics are really going to be bad this week and I don't have I don't have him having a, a, a fantastic week this week. Uh, two more that people have seen be real good lately. Tommy Fleetwood. So Fleetwood's a guy who's kind of a sleeper for me. I think he's a guy who He's not the highest club head speed player, but a very solid uh, player. Hits it plenty far enough. He's to the opposite of Bryson. He's a low-handle player. Wonderful short game, excellent touch, and very patient. I think the winning score around here is going to be like, I think it's going to be a tough one. Five under is probably the lowest it'll get. I think it'll go maybe to, to minus 10, maybe see a double digit. And that is going to bring a lot of players into play here. Tommy Fleetwood's a guy 
guy. I know you guys love him in your household. I typically love him. I don't love him this week, but I like him very much. All right, and then Molinari. I was out, so one of the players that I work with, we were out on the golf course, and I was playing, or, or the, uh, playing a practice round with, with Francesco. He's hitting the golf ball quite nicely. This is a golf course that is a big golf course for him. He's going to be hitting a lot of hybrids into these greens if he's able to even reach at all. I, I, we played the seventh hole with him. He hit a perfect tee shot. Can't really cut a lot of the corner there. He's standing out there at 255 yards on a par, on a par four. I think the golf course is just too big for him, and so I, I, I have him having a nice tournament. I don't have him having a, a winning uh, uh, championship. All right, here we go. Now, of the favorite guys, the guys who are 20 to 1 and under, that's Johnson, Woods, McElroy, Kepka, Spieth, Day, Rose, Rom, Fowler, Molinari, those guys. Yep. Who's the guy you're picking that core group? Kepka? Absolutely, all day. Okay. I think this is Brooks's tournament. All right, now who's your long shots? The other guys so, who you think could make a week. Who's your? Give me a couple of long shots or guys you think can make a splash. So you know, I always look forward to doing this. Right. With you. I, I mean, you've the, picked I guys. You, hey, you picked a guy to sixty to one to win the Masters. So you know, so let's go. Which was, which was only as crazy as the pick in the in the Kentucky Derby. But we'll talk about that at a later yes. date. Yes. So here's who I got. First of all, I was I was thinking Matt Kuchar have a chance to this. The problem is, and you brought this up, the New York crowd. I think the New York crowd is going to get. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him over the caddy. Listen, the guy the guy wins a million fifty thousand and gives the caddy five grand. They are going to kill him. They are going to kill Kuchar. They're going to kill him. Kill him. So they've been waiting to get him. They've been working on their material. I can Uh, tell you right now, they are going to kill Kuchar. I'm hoping he makes the cut. I mean, the last time, let's not forget, this was the place. Beth Page was the place when, where everybody was counting the number of waggles Sergio right. Garcia had. Drove Sergio mad here. Drove him Drove absolutely him mad. I think yes. you're going to see something similar They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. Absolutely. They've been waiting to get at him. I don't think there's any question. Okay. So, so he's out. So give me your, so give me your guy. So I've got two guys. Go now, ahead. This first guy is not a long shot, but he doesn't Go seem ahead. to make it into your Xander Shoffley. No, he was Shoffley. You know what? Shoffley, who a lot of people like, is is twenty five to one. I'll take that. He's twenty five to one. So I now like, what? What do you like about him? So I, there's a lot that I like about him. He's a winner. First of all, right. he's 28th on tour in greens and regulation. He hits it plenty long enough, 33rd on tour in driving distance. This guy's going to be a top player, right? He's, he's going to be a top a 10 fixture. He's going to be a top 10 fixture, too, right? 100%. And right. let's not forget he finished second at the Masters, okay? Right. So right. let's not forget that. I, 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 I really like Xander here. Okay. Uh, here's my dark horse. Go ahead. I love giving you the dark, dark horses. Go ahead. Go ahead. Joel Damon. Now, let me tell Joel you about Joel Damon. That's right. Right, you wanted dark. Let me tell you about dark here. Joel Damon. First of all, he finished second at the Wells Fargo just last week with rounds of 66, 66, 70. Right. He has he's the last his last three tournaments. He's finished tied 18th, tied 16th. 200 to one. He's 200 to one. He, he finished 12th at Punta Cana. He finished 12th at the Players. The guy struggled a little bit early on, made, missed four cuts. But he is a wonderful player playing great golf. He's got a lot of confidence, and he's a guy this golf course fits nicely. Now, 
Joel me, Damon, 200 to 1. I mean, you're going to get – I'm going to tell you his odds at 20 to 1 are going to be good. Being, being in the top 10, his odds on being in the top 10 are going to be terrific. I'm going to tell you – I'm going to give them to you in a second, but go ahead. Tell me about Damon. Let me Damon. tell you what I love about go ahead. him. He's 20th on tour and fairways hit 69% of his fairways. He drives it plenty far enough. He's also on tour 69th in greens and regulation, averaging about 68% of his greens. He drives it very well. He irons it very well. He's a solid bunker player. And again, the area where you look at this and you go, okay, maybe not as successful as I would like him to see, like to see him out of the bunkers, but at the same time, he's good enough out of the bunker and good enough with the putt where around here I think he's going to be fine. What I like about Damon is he's driven. Wow. This guy is going to hit shots He's tw- under He's 15 to 1 to be in the top 10. Hit the bid, Mike. Hit the bid. I'm telling you, I like Joel Damon. As your dark horse, there can't be anybody that's going to be anybody. So, Shoffley, Damon, and then Kepka to win. That's correct. What will Tiger's will Tiger be on the leaderboard? We're going to go yes to making the cut, obviously. Uh, Will Tiger be on the leaderboard on Sunday? Will he make an appearance on the leaderboard on Sunday? Well, first of all, he's going to have a lot of the support of the crowd. You know that. The one intangible was this this lawsuit that just uh, came out um, that that he was named on. One of the people that was working at his restaurant uh, stayed a little bit too late and, right. uh, and right. got in a car accident. That's and not his fault. I know that, and I'm not saying it is, but it doesn't mean that it's not on his mind. No, it is. I'm sure it is because it was one of his employees. But you know what? I, I still uh, and I've eaten in his restaurant in Palm Beach. Uh, yeah. But but you know what? I mean, that's not that's not his fault. It really so, is. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying it is. What I'm saying, it's going to be on his mind. Here's the other thing. Tiger Woods has acted, for me, completely different than I've ever seen Tiger act after winning a major championship. He was wearing his jacket at his, at his restaurant. He didn't play an, uh, an event between he did not. Masters did and not. He So has he been celebrating instead of playing? And, and I'm not saying he's been doing anything incorrect. I'm just saying... Right, but he, hasn't, he has not played a competitive round. I don't think he's as prepared as he needs to be. And so, for me, when I look at this thing, I'm thinking to myself, there's a lot of intangibles. This schedule is a very different schedule than we've seen in, a, in an incredibly long time. And for Tiger Woods not to have played a tournament since Masters, and then the way he's dealt with this, normally Tiger Woods is, he's like a Bill Belichick. We're on to Kansas City. We're on to New York. That's the way his mind is. He wins a major. Hey, you know what? I win. I'm, I'm off for number 16. And I haven't seen that from Tiger. Right. He's so, reveled in the win. That's the that's where when I look at Tiger I think to myself boy you know what I don't know if if I have enough faith in that now look he's playing great he's hitting the ball better than he's hit it in a long long time and I never bet against the man he's proven me wrong too many times but at the same time I just don't know that I have enough confidence with all the things that are going on around him for him to be able to turn things off and continue to go back and play. And by the way, I go back to this other thing. You have, there's, there's one thing to be able to hit a golf ball on a range where you don't have any, any uh, defining lines of curves to, to hold. 
A.W. Tillinghast Golf Course, this golf course in particular, moves the ball a tremendous amount. You, the, the fairways move a tremendous amount, left to right, right to left. You have to be solid in your commitment to your lines, and you have to be solid in your commitment to your shot shape. And standing on a range, I don't care where you are, standing on a range, you're not going to get that same feel. And so I'm just not sure. Will he be on the, on the lead? I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to get out of Tiger. He and Justin Rose are my two sort of question marks this week. All right, but you're going Kepka, Shoffley, Damon. That's where I am. Thanks very much. You're the best. Happy birthday. Thanks, my friend. All right, Mike, bring back best. after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 